Going to have a conversation here about a story uh, we touched on last week and we followed uh, a bit since then, but it's still going on. You'll remember that Nancy Pelosi paid a visit to Taiwan last, what was it, Thursday, last Friday? And ever since, um, China has reacted in a number of different ways. The one that gets the most attention is the military exercise. China has sent military ships and planes across the midline in the Strait of Taiwan. Um, and they've launched missiles into the waters surrounding the island. These drills started last week on Thursday, uh, and they've carried on ever since. It, it's messed up flight schedules, uh, shipping through what is one of the busiest areas of shipping in, in the world. Um, and uh, they haven't said when they're going to end. They just keep escalating. It's getting more and more um, tense in that part of the world. And China has not given any indication that they'll be scaling it back. They've made their point. No, there's there's no indication we're getting to that level yet. So let's find out what's going on. We're going to chat with Quan Wei Chen, who is the executive director at the Center for Research in Air and Space Law at McGill University. Quan uh, Wei, thanks so much for joining us. I appreciate your time today. Hi, good morning, Sheikh. Thank you for having me on the show. So this escalation that we're seeing from China over this situation, it's not, I mean, this isn't new necessarily, right? We have seen things like this before. This has been going on for some time, right? Exactly. It's uh, This uh, This is what uh, experts call the probably the fourth uh, Taiwan Strait crisis. You know, there were similar incidents in the 1950s and 60s, and the late last one was 1996. Uh, when the former president of Taiwan visited the U.S., you know, China also went irate over that. Mm-hmm. And they also conducted very similar drills. Um, and this is the latest in such shows of aggression towards Taiwan and also regional, uh, regional countries. What we're seeing in terms of a response this time, though, it's more than usual, right? It seems to be much more um, angry. Uh, it's It's an escalation over what we've seen previously, isn't it? It, it is, and 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 it's it baffles the mind why uh, specifically Nancy Pelosi, because they have been you know visitors by uh, legislators from across the globe to Taiwan. Yeah, yeah. But, um, this is the strongest reaction. Uh, it may be that you know Nancy Pelosi, you know, she, I I don't know if listeners recall back in 1989 she went to Tiananmen Square and unfurled a banner you know supporting the democracy activists. Of China, and so maybe you know, in China or Beijing's eyes, that's uh, she's she's a black, someone's on blacklist. Oh, I didn't so, remember so, that. Okay, that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, so, so she's she's always been very outspoken about human rights in China, and also been a firm supporter of Taiwan. And so this visit is quite symbolic. But again, um, there have been previous visits by foreign dignitaries and legislators, um, and this this is this response is quite unusual. Really interesting. Yeah. Okay. Um. Now, this is all based around China's one po- the one China policy, right? That, that that's basically what it is. They've they've laid claim to Taiwan, and you take a look at the response from other countries around the world, including the United States. Uh, the 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 position uh, it, it's sort of ambiguous. It's certainly not as clearly stated as China's position is. That's right. So so there is a divide between what China calls the one China principle, which is that uh, there's only one China. And Taiwan belongs to that right. China, and what other countries in the world adhere to as the One China policy, right? So the policy is that okay, we acknowledge, we understand your position that you know there's One China and Taiwan belongs to this China. They don't make an outright statement whether they actually agree and support support that understanding. They just acknowledge that position. 
and 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 so this this ambiguity ambiguity as you as you call it it's it's persisted since pretty much in, from the 1970s onwards yeah um it's just because a lot of countries you know they want to engage china it's a huge market it's got a lot of potential economic potential um and so you know in order to placate the chinese government's views you know they acknowledge its position yet um i think with time as this latest incident showing um that ambiguity is shifting right it's it's yeah it's, um not, not in everyone's favor Exactly. Yeah. So maybe that's that's part of in China's feeling that shift and, and, and they're pushing back just as hard. Now, we've talked about the military exercise, but um, that's not where it ends, Kwanwei, right? I mean, there's also sanctions. There's the end of some discussion around some pretty important global topics. So it's not just military here. Sure. sure. Yeah. Um, I think China is just pulling, pulling everything out to demonstrate to the world its displeasure at what Nancy Pelosi is doing. Um, but the world also is reacting to this because it's not just, you know, China has made this claim uh, and, and repeated its position that Taiwan belongs to China, Taiwan belongs to China. But, you know, what is the legal basis of that claim? Right? Obviously, yeah. you know, by making such visits to Taiwan, by engaging Taiwan in, you know, various ways, you know, economically, militarily, um, countries demonstrate through their practice that, you know, we believe Taiwan is a separate entity and the people of Taiwan deserve to live in peace and freedom as they do. But as you said, legally speaking, it gets into that area where we don't know exactly what's going on. I mean, can, can China just continue this indefinitely until somebody stands up? And, and as you've said, no country appears willing to do that. I mean, I, th- I think, I think um, with the behavior of China, and this is, this is just a series of incidents, right? The, the, the Taiwan, the latest Taiwan Strait, incident um, crisis it's just a series of missteps or or, or you know, severe reactions or overreactions by china in response to uh world affairs um i think you know from the time when chairman uh, chairman xi came to power he's really taken a hard line and you know turned china inwards um and also the handling of the you know covid 19 crisis mm-hmm. the way you know china tried to blame actually the rest of the world for uh, unleashing the virus um, you know it's, it's been just a number of missteps and and, and uh, frictions with other countries um, I, I, perhaps it's it comes from a sense of insecurity uh, there's a lot of you know, internal political uh, infighting within the party in the Chinese Communist Party um, so maybe Xi Jinping wants to act out and be you know be portrayed or right. seen as a strong leader. a strong leader yeah m- makes sense yeah. What? Uh, wh- how does this end? What's 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 the outcome in your opinion? Uh, the outcome, we're not sure. I mean, I mean, I think I think you know, again, like I, like I mentioned in my article, this is not this does not just affect Taiwan, right? Uh, ironically, you know, China calls this a, a domestic affair that you know no country should interfere with you know China's sovereignty and violate its you know, you know territorial integrity and so on. You know, by reacting and overreacting, it's actually internationalizing the situation. And you know, we've seen in the last two, three years, you know, countries like Japan, Australia have uh, expressed concern about the situation. This is not just an issue between Taiwan and China. This is going to impact and affect potentially if you, you know, 
God forbid, the, the, you know, the, uh, an invasion of Taiwan, this will affect the security of also Japan. Right? Japanese sure. Prime Minister Kishida has also said, you know, the latest incident poses a, a you know, grave concern for the security of Japan and the safety of the people of Japan. And, and, and we must be prepared to act, you know, forcefully and cons- in a concerted manner to prevent a Ukraine-like invasion of Taiwan by China. Yeah, I mean, there's so much so much at stake here. Kwanwei, uh, thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate you joining us this morning. Yeah, thank you very much for, for having me on the show. Take yeah. care. Yeah, have a good day. That is Kwanwei Chen, who is the executive director at the Center for Research in Air and Space Law at McGill University.